what a hearty hello. All I've right. been so close for so long, and I can't take it anymore. Hey guys, Nick here. And as you're all aware, we are slowly starting to introduce our new Tyrant's Grass characters. And, well, this week it's my turn. I'm really excited and happy to announce that for this campaign, I will be playing Uhtred Bebenba. Uh, Uhtred is a Magus, more specifically a Kensi Magus. So, you know, he can do a little spell casting, but mostly he's going to be focused on using his scimitar to take down his opponents and anyone that stands in his way. Uhtred also has some minor celebrity status in the kingdom of Lostwell. Uh, it stems from some background stories of when he was a young boy about 10 years old and a squire in the army for Lostwell, but we'll get into that at a later time. Uh, right now, Uhtred is about 27 years old, and he currently is a soldier that is stationed at Rossler Coffer, where he's spent a good deal of his adult life helping to protect the town against raids from the neighboring Twisted Nail orcs. Uhtred also comes from a slightly well-known family, mostly for the success his father had as a merchant in the kingdom. Uhtred actually ended up in the army because his stepmother was fearful that Uhtred being the oldest son would inherit the family business, kind of forced Uhtred's father to send him off to be a squire uh, so her oldest son could actually inherit the business, which really didn't bother Uhtred much at all because he never had any desire to take over the business. And while that relationship with his mother was borderline even dangerous when he was younger, now that he's older and it's pretty well established that there's no way he's ever going to take over the business and Uhtred's very content to be in the army, that relationship has gotten much better. Although it's been probably a few years since Uhtred has actually made his way back home to visit the family as he really has spent the majority of his adult life stationed in Rossler Coffer, just fulfilling his soldier duties, so to say. And yeah, that's a quick little nutshell of Uhtred. So like I said, and Matt and Tom has indicated before me in the last couple intros, we're really super excited about this campaign. We've put a lot of work into the behind the scenes to just try to improve everything from Skull and Shackles and give you guys a continued, if not even better product. So I look forward to seeing you guys in Tyrant's Grass. And in the meantime, please enjoy episode 127, Investigation. All right. I'll just... uh. I'll just swear at the microphone and we're off. <clears throat> Cluster cuck. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. How's everybody doing? Yeah, pretty good. Doing all right. Feeling pretty level 14, are you? Why don't we talk about that? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Do it. So I rolled a 7 on my D8, and now I'm still the buffest, most hit pointest dude there is the, in this party the thickest inquisitor 126 hp oh. no big deal uh, i got a bunch of skills but pretty much just the skills i've been using nothing really crazy there i got uh some standard stuff with the increase in saving throws that i'm sure will come in handy and uh, i got a new ability exploit weakness so when i score a crit uh the damage ignores dr and it turns off regeneration Yep, for and one then, round. Yeah, just for one round. But then there's also a vul vulnerability component here. I'm not really sure exactly what that does, but I do extra damage. Uh, I do extra damage somehow. Yeah. So <laughs> if um if the enemy has like vulnerability to fire, and you hit him with like a flaming weapon that deals an extra d6 of fire damage, for each die rolled of that energy type, 
they deal one additional point of damage. Okay, so I need all the damage I can get, so that's pretty nice. Yeah. That would also be something like, if you hit something that's vulnerable to fire with a fireball, it would deal an extra one point of damage per dice. So at this level, it would be an extra 10 damage on top of whatever you rolled. Yeah. So get those fireballs cracking, Cheryl. Yeah, for sure. You know me. (laughs) Uh, And I got two spells. One, Mass Cure Light Wounds, because we lost our healer, I figure... I guess I could heal the party nice, a little nice. bit. <laughs> and uh, break enchantment. So mm-hmm. when Alex uh, throws some nonsense like uh, polymorph or dominate person or something, just you know get that the hell out of here and, and continue on being alive instead of um, you know murdered. Good choice. And that's pretty much it. Um, feeling buff, feeling huge, feeling 14. Uh, question for Cheryl. Does he happen to know the spell Restoration? Hmm. Well, that's a good question. I'm sure it's somewhere here in my spell book. <laughs> flip, 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 flip. It's a fourth level spell, so it's one you could have taken, you know, at any point in the last seven levels. Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure I know it. Let's just say I know it. I'm pretty sure he knows it too, but I would like clarification that he does. Well, here's the thing about <laughs> clarification. Um, in the move, I, I sort of lost my character sheet with a lot of my spells written on it. So, um, isn't all of your shit on roll 20? <laughs> well, <laughs> a lot of it is, not all of it. He doesn't have a single spell above second level on roll 20. <laughs> right, right. Those are on my character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Joe. <laughs> that's like someone go that's like someone going you know what let me show you a good example of a good resume hey joe where's your resume and joe's like oh no we don't need to get that thing out of here <laughs> uh, any whistles, who's next <laughs> yeah so who wants to go next all right uh, i'll go next do oh, it sorry no um, go on uh scrim did get a lot uh his will went up uh and he got Two new seventh level uh, spells, which is not not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, seventh level spells are pretty damn nice. Yes, every wizard level is fucking amazing. <laughs> um, one being hostile juxtaposition. Uh, if I said that correctly, Close is it enough. the greater version of hostile juxtaposition? Yes. Okay. Um, which essentially allows or it allows me to um link up between four other people, and I can switch with them, like teleport as somebody's attacking me, or if like a spell's being directed at me, and we switch places, so they take the damage on it. Mm-hmm. Though it should be noted that if it's like a fireball or a lightning bolt or something, and your new positioning is still within the area of effect, you still take that damage. Correct. Oh, this this is... This will be a fun spell, because mostly what this spell does is allow me to tell Tom that he cast it wrong. <laughs> uh, Ouch! <laughs> He's not wrong. Yeah, it's going to no, happen but when you, when, when you lay it out on the coffee table like that in a nice leather-bound book, and that's the title, it's got to sting a little. <laughs> kind of how it's always worked. I get really excited, and then all of a sudden... It- can't do that oh man well let's hear about your <laughs> temper second... your excitement well let's hear about your second spell, so Tom. my second one uh is going to be used immediately so I, i'd rather that come in uh with rp purposes and i talked to matt about this uh he looked it up there's nothing in the rules against it yeah we found like actual clarity on how it works so. uh so okay. i uh... well if matt the gm says it's okay then <laughs> go on uh <laughs> So that's a fun one. Uh, outside of that, my will went up. Wh- and- Hold on, you never said what the spell was. Yeah, he said he wants it to come in in game because yeah. he's going to use it like as soon as we start. Oh, yeah, got it. It's going to be one of those things. Okay. Um, I- I'm excited for it if it works out the way <laughs> I want it to work out. Outside of that, uh, I think my health went up by like six points. I think I'm still beefier okay. than uh, Devoth, um, which is yeah, but not ridiculous. Than Cheryl. Okay, who wants to go next? I'll go next. So, 14th level for a Scald is 
fine. Like, the best thing about it is the spells, as it is with most spellcasters. I got a fun new performance ability called Song of the Fallen, which... Oh, shit. Like, I can literally, like, reanimate dead allies and have them keep fighting oh. after they've died. But, like, it, it, it'll drain my Inspired Rage performances really quickly. And it's one I don't anticipate having to use too much. I think you might be misreading that, actually. Because I think it allows you to, like, revive them. Yeah, they come back to life. The ally is alive but staggered. And each round, you may expend another round of Raging Sun to keep that ally alive for another round. They automatically die if you end your performance or is interrupted. So basically, you start this performance and then go, quick, somebody heal them. And, like, you, you it's it's almost like a... It's, it's like a a weird roundabout breath of life <laughs> that you continue to fight in. Oh, all right, and that's better than I thought it was. I mean, hopefully, I don't have much call to use it, but it'll be nice in a pinch. Mm-hmm. Um, my DR went up from a flat one to a flat two, and that is, you know, everyone gets that when they accept rage. But as for the spells, I got uh, a new fifth level, you know, bard slash scald spell. And I took the ability Shadow Bard, the spell called Shadow Bard. And what this does, it it conjures up a quasi-real phantom version of myself that is visible as like a, a shifting shadowy duplicate. And it follows me around and it can't be damaged, but it can be dispelled. And what it does is it performs a performance of my choice using all my bonuses without expending my uses of Bardic Performance. Okay interesting yeah so that that's i mean that'll be nice if i need to use a second song or say it comes up when i do need to use that song of the fallen i can cast the spell and have my duplicate do that without draining my own uses of inspired inspired song inspired rage or if i happen to run out of my rage for the day i can conjure him and i've got more for at least a fight that's cool yeah that's one of the very few ways you can double down on bardic performance Alright, who wants to go next? I'll go. Mine was quick. Now when I activate um, a minor aspect, I can do three at a time instead of two. And that was pretty much it. My base attack bonus went up and my two of my saves went up. Alright, very nice. Nice and nice and simple. Just the way I like levels yeah. from I. My- <laughs> Mine is pretty quick. <laughs> Mine is pretty quick, too. Okay. Uh, Albert got... Two seven-level spells, pretty good. Uh, Finger of Death and Mass Hold Person. Uh, and I also got Blade Barrier as a six-level spell. Other than that, just HP went up, usual stuff. Very nice. Finger of Death is a uh, healing spell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Okay. Now, uh, contrary to the uh, like the description of the spell, it's actually a... It's a it's a short it's a close range spell, but it's not like you don't need to touch the person, which is nice. But yeah, well, yeah, we'll, it's we'll, close. Yeah, we'll we'll get to exactly what that does uh, if Alibar gets around to uh, casting it, which I hope he doesn't. <laughs> I hope he uses it on Bone Fist and just ends the fight immediately. <laughs> Although that's not what the spell does. Well, it can. <laughs> yeah, it, it it very well could. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can try four times if you want. <laughs> That's also true. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, four coin flips is great odds. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Okay, so let's get back to the story. You guys are at the end of this underground tunnel. And you're on the other side of a secret door, which, based on the presence of the secret passage you're currently in, the secret door has basically been forgotten, but is otherwise uh, leading you directly into the sea caves beneath uh, Lucia Hold, where you believe the Hurricane King is hiding out during this assault. All right, Scram, take it away. And action. <laughs> hey, Devoth, uh, before we head in there... Um, we've been at the spy game for, uh, for a little bit now, and, uh, I haven't really built up anything for it, but I think I have something that I've been working on, uh, to help us out here a little bit. All right, well, show me what you got. Uh, so, in front of me, I cast Greater 
insect spies. So four beetles uh, pop out, and I can visually see through them. I can hear through them. The problem comes is that I am blind and deaf during this entire process. Uh, no, no. You you can choose like as a move uh, action. You can swap. You can send your sensory input to. The, those beetles for as long as you want but while you do that you're like as scram you are blind yes so uh, as scram i am blind to deaf as the beetle i am able to see so in that case i would like to send the beetles in going back and forth you want to send the beetles in going back and forth uh, yeah, like between want, well i want to send the beetles into Fort Hazard to scope the place out. So he's okay. trying to give us some eyes on the inside so we so we can see what's coming. Okay. I like that you summon four beetles. Four beetles. <laughs> yeah, so we got John, George, Paul, and Ringo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ringo's the hands. <laughs> he does the feeling for you. Um, and I think you can only summon three of them, Tom. Oh, three. Uh, it's one per four levels. One per four levels, sorry. So, yeah, so that's, yeah, four, eight, and twelve, yeah. Sorry, Ringo. Okay, so you summon four, three beetles, and you send them through this secret door without opening it? Well, if there's, like, a crack or something? I mean, this door has been forgotten for, like, like 70 years. It probably doesn't have a crack. It's probably, like, sealed. Is it like stone or is it wood? Like you're in a stone cavern right now. Oh, okay. Well, so I mean, fine. Y- you know what? Sure. Maybe I, there's, I, maybe I, there's a crack on the floor or something. I mean, worst case, we can just open the door a little bit to see what's on the other side and deal with whatever's in that room if if it happens to notice us. Because these things last for ten minutes per level, and there's no concentration involved. Okay, so. You send them into this room. I'm sure there's cracks like by your feet that go in that, that they can navigate through. What instructions do you give them? Well, I'm actually going to be uh, inside of one. Well, like, you don't control it. You can see what it oh. sees, but you don't control it. You have to give them orders. Uh, in that case, uh, I want to uh, I want to send them all the way to the back. And then I want to work my way forward. So, like, their goal is the like, back of what? Uh, like, I want to try to get I'm, as. F- I'm sure you have your own mental image on what's on the other side uh, of the store, but like, you need to. I know. You need to be more general. Uh, I'm trying to uh, get as far into whatever room I'm in, or if it's a hallway, I would like to get as far into the hallway as you want possible. Them to explore the entirety of the room on the other side yes. of the store. Got and it. remember, there's three of them. You don't have to send them all together. You can right. send like send them in different directions, fan out and everything. Yes. Okay. So since you're sending in three of them, uh, and you can you can share senses with them, I, mean, I guess you can just you can just have this whole room. Uh, so this is what the insects, and by extension, scram sees on the other side of this wall. So it's a pretty large room, mostly empty. But you do see evenly spaced torches light this vaulted and irregularly shaped subterranean chamber. Several doors provide egress from the room in different directions. And on the northern side of the room, you see what maybe at first you took to be a large metal statue. But the large cannon-shaped barrel that is its forearm. I was going to say, is that the cannon you, golem? <laughs> leads you to believe that this may be the golem that Aranex and Demian spoke of. That can shoot cannonballs from its arm! Oh boy. I would like to send them further into uh, the room off to the right of the golem. You want them to investigate into this room? Yes. Okay. Well, I would like one in there, and then one, uh, and then two into the left room uh, next to the golem. These insects have no intelligence, right? Yeah, they're they're insects. They're vermin. Yeah. While these insects are out exploring, Devoth's going to turn to Cheryl because he's the only divine caster among us anymore. Hey, Cheryl, I'm uh, I'm feeling a little drained from that uh, from those zombie things. Oh, you thinking you need a little restoration? 
I mean, if you got it, normally I'd ask Leon, but uh, can't quite do that anymore, can I? Right, right, right. So, um, yeah, I wave my hands around and totally restore you, bro. So, <clears throat> top left, this spare bedchamber is dominated by a large glass tank along the west wall. Lit from above, the tank contains an artificial reef and a collection of colorful, exotic sea life. But you don't see any people in there. So in F4, you see uh, several people just kind of hanging out. They're like sitting on crates. And this is Scram only sees all this, right? Correct. Yes. Uh, he may be relaying information to you guys every yeah. round or so, and he has a chance to switch back to his own is senses. He Isn't he blind and deaf? When the he's blind and deaf. He, he can as still a, talk to us in this room, though. Yeah, and as a move action, he can return to his own senses and turn. And as another move action, he can return back to a beetle. But so yeah, uh, there are four four pirates in this room. They're like sitting on crates. They look like they're like maybe not being super attentive, but it looks like they're there as like guards. And you don't really see any weapons on them. Uh, what's over by this, uh, red dude, like, all the way in the back, uh, in the north? Oh, like this right here? That's just a crack in the wall. Oh, okay. A crack on the floor. Um. stairs. Okay. So then I'm going to send my three beetles into the other three rooms. Okay. I apologize. This is going to be a lot of, of investigating. Well, did you just call it investigating? Because <laughs> if you did, that's genius. And I think that's also the, the title. I think that's of the, episode. the yeah, that's the episode title. <laughs> the, yeah, Scram really just kind of wants a full map of this place, and as he's going, like relaying the information to Voth, like yeah, if we go, if we go, like just into this other room, like there's some crazy golem. Uh, into F four there or uh, <laughs> at which point Devoth is like F four. <laughs> just uh, past him is a room with four people that are just kind of milling about. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the insects are unable to get through this door. They're unable to get through this door. The two downward leading rooms, like, like double doors. There's, it's too too solid of barrier for them to penetrate. Uh, they get through this door on the right-hand side, and after about 10 minutes of them just exploring this tunnel, they come to like a big set of double doors that they can't get through. Uh, and the entire time, it's been like an upwardly climb. Uh, climb, and you get the feeling that that tunnel leads back up to Fort Hazard, which is not the direction you want to go. Right. <laughs> But that so it would it would appear that to access the sea caves from Fort Hazard, this room labeled F five is you know where you would eventually go into to get down here. Yeah, like so like if we had come in the front door, that's how we would have come down here to start looking for uh, Bonefist. Correct. Assuming he's down here. All right. So the two top doors are uh, they're they're no. Uh, concern to us uh the two bottom doors however i can't seem to make it into i can dimension door us to the opposite side of the map here for once uh, oh sorry yeah uh go ahead i was just gonna say dimension door to enter this might be the one time where it actually makes sense that's kind of the that that's kind of why it took like yeah well dimension sorry which where you want to go? Like F five? Yeah, F five. That's not the direction you want to go. Oh, yeah. Right, but like it puts us into another like. Oh, that's true. It yeah, would like, be the side that they that they're coming from. In that case, I might like bring us down to uh, the bottom of F five. I think that's east. Could we all pop on some invis- invisibility in the dimension door there? Well, first off, what do we know about cannon golems? Uh, well, Leon's not with us anymore, so I'm guessing nothing. <laughs> Knowledge Arcana. <laughs> now, I might... I'm not a... Slide. Actually, Cheryl's good at that. I will I also... Mean, theoretically, Scram should be pretty good at Knowledge Arcane. Yeah, Owlbear has a <laughs> yeah. 27. I will also remind you that uh, during your uh, pre-raid pep talk with the other pirate lords... Taking out the cannon golem uh, was made a, a semi. Yeah, like, uh, like not only not only is it good for us, it will help them in their, you know, assault stalling tactics. 
It's taking out a weapon that would be used against them. Since these guys are standing here, do we think news hasn't reached them yet that they're under siege? You're pretty positive that it has reached them, and that that's why they're down here. Like the oh. this is this is like where the Hurricane King goes into his bunker during a siege, and these guys are here guarding the bunker. But it also, you said the Beatles made it seem like they were unarmed. Yeah, which tells me they're probably some kind of mage, oh. or they're on break. Like the rest <laughs> of the people in this fucking dungeon. Uh, All right, so uh, give me give me some knowledge arcana checks. Twenty three. Twenty seven. Yeah, 23. That was me. All right, 23 is not going to be enough to identify any uh, properties of a candle, but 27 lets uh, Owlbear ask one question. These things aren't your aren't your grandma's golems. Yeah, uh, well, I want to know what they're what what are they immune to? That well, you know that as a construct, they have a list of traits that just being a construct gives them, including death effects, disease, mind affecting effects, Necromancy, paralysis, poison, sleep, stun, and any effect that requires a fortitude save, unless that save also affects an object. So, for example, a disintegrate spell requires a fortitude save, but disintegrate affects objects. So, it would also work on a construct. They're also not subject to non Finger of death is a death effect, so that would not work on it. Yeah, I was going to say, oh, that doesn't work. (laughs) I bet you I can't thrust their mind either. (laughs) Probably, uh, nope, because that is a mind-affecting effect. Um, womp womp. <laughs> constructs are also not subject to non-lethal damage, ability damage, ability drain, fatigue, exhaustion, or energy drain, or uh, death from massive damage. So that's just for being a construct. For being a golem, uh, all golems are immune to magic. Like, just boom. Uh, any any magic that requires, that uh, allows for spell resistance will not affect a golem. With the following uh, uh, exceptions. Any spell with the water descriptor that affects a cannon golem renders its cannon unusable for one round with no save. And a heat metal spell causes the golem's cannon to instantly backfire, dealing 66 points of damage to the golem and staggering it for one round with no save. So that's uh, that's everything Owlbear knows about the <laughs> cannon golem. All right, so I, w- I want to hear uh, a, g- a game plan here. All right, who's got a water gun? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I think, uh, uh, I mean, we, we, we do need to take out this golem and it seems like the best thing for us to do is going to be to just like bum rush it. I do wish we knew if it, you know, sensed by sight or not, but you know what? We got a wand of invisibility, so we've got plenty of uses. So let's invisible ourselves up and give it a shot. Alrighty. Can I get some rage? When we get in there. But why? Because I don't want to open the door while I'm inspiring rage, because that is a very loud thing for me to do. the The idea is I want us to invisible up and then like go surround this thing and just start beating. Yeah, it. I d- I didn't think of the mechanics of how rage is actually you like <laughs> shouting things, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's quietly fuming. Albert <laughs> is gonna buff up. He's gonna cast yeah. bears endurance on himself. Who's got some tasty buff oh. spells for old Ivan? I'm yeah, looking. let's buff each other. I'm looking. The new character, I just need a mo. You know what? Uh, Devoth is going to cast uh, Freedom of Movement on himself and on Ooh. Ivan. Wait, how long does that last? Ten minutes per level. Uh, I'm going to cast Ivan that on cost- myself. But yeah, Freedom of, of Movement, course. that gives me and Ivan basically two and a half hours of that, which is nothing to sneeze at. I do have haste. Haste me, baby. Yeah. Well, I would say with haste, that's... That's a one round per level thing, so that might be something to to save to later. Yeah, this that's is like, kind of where I was. Yeah, long term buffing is what we want now. Um, and Devoth is actually going to cast a mirror image on himself using a spell oh, slot because he that's I forgot that's the other spell he took at fourteenth level. He got another second level spell, so I actually took mirror image. Sick. So what do we have on us right now? Uh, you and I have freedom of movement. And me. Yep, and Cheryl cast that on himself with his tattoo. Oh, I do have Bless. You guys want to get blessed up? How long does that last? Yeah, check the duration. Per level, I think. If that's the case, then go for it. That's why I'm doing mirror image, because that's minute. It's a minute per level. Right. One sec. One minute per level? Yeah, all right. We're blessed up then. I'm going to cast Echo Location on myself, too. Oh, nice. Nice. Do? Basically, let's see. Gives sound. them blind sight 
like 60 feet or something in all directions. Yeah. Yeah. For 10 oh, minutes shit. per level. What? Yeah. Yeah. So if anything is like invisible or just hidden from sight. Oh, it's 40 feet. 40 feet. Yeah. Uh, Albert can see it. Uh, I'm going to cast blur on myself. Okay. Yeah, I love this. We're just like behind this door <laughs> talking about a game plan, fucking throwing buffs on ourselves, and <laughs> getting all hyped up about it. Like, all right, yeah, bless you. All right, you, everybody, son. make sure you hot bar your health pots. <laughs> yeah. Which is what, what we should have been doing this whole campaign and never did. Yeah. Unless it was a fishing village. <laughs> preparing. I know. It's going to be no fun now. You know what? Devoth's also going to cast Sea Invisibility on himself uh, and Ivan, <laughs> which also is 10 minutes per level. When you were listing the stuff that like the, the golem is immune to, mm-hmm. did you list any energies? Nope. Okay. It might have resistances, but it's not immune to any of them. I also uh, use the boots of, uh, of the Herald. Gives me greater uh, heroism. heroism. All right. Is that it? Are we good? I've... I use my helm of underwater breathing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll use my anti-golem boots. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I pull out the Let's Wand of this. Invisibility, use five charges to make everyone invisible in turn, make sure they know the plan is to surround the golem, and when I give the signal, you'll know what it is. Uh, just go ham on this thing. Right. But wait, what's the signal? You'll Charge! <laughs> um, Should I just dimension Doros like right? No, in? no, so no. you're invisible. Uh, yeah, like we're invisible. Uh, so like, and it's it's not that far that we need the dimension. Door. And I okay. actually want to be able to charge on him, like that too. Sure. And and as we like open the door and head in there, Devos also going to activate his winged boots. So his first use of that for the day. Okay. Five minutes of flight. We know there's four people in this room. Yeah. Uh, just from a strategy standpoint, do we actually want Ivan to go in there? Like, they're going to hear this and come out, oh, right? Someone thinks pretty highly of himself. Well, <laughs> but here's why. I can actually, like, grapple people, right? So, what like... You, what are you considering? If we go in and we all charge the golem, what's the first thing that's going to happen? These four guys in here are going to go, what's that commotion? Come outside, right? Oh, yeah, I'm going to cast Blade Barrier in front of that door, so okay. they got to deal with that. Then I will just stay with you guys. I was wondering if it made sense for me to go in there and, like, plop down, wreck on this guy, try and grapple him, and just occupy him while you guys dealt with a goal. No. I'm not going to be able to do... I'll just let you know, Owlbear is going to be able to do very little to this goal. Okay. So we can leave it mostly to Owlbear to try and wrangle... We can leave it to Owlbear to try and wrangle the four in that room if they come out as much as he can. Yeah. And I'm going to see what I can do to help y'all out. All I've right. been so close for so long, and I can't take it anymore. Let's start this fucking fight. All right. So Yeah, before... Wait, before we go... <laughs> <laughs> Edge him a little more, Daddy. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, I just want to bring everyone in, like, a little circle and, like, tell them how much I, you know, enjoy um, being pirates with them. How much and you respect them, about, bro? Yeah. Pretty much. I want to just like have like a nice little bro down and be like, you know, I love you guys. You're my family. Now let's do this. All right. Well, real quick, that had a very much uh, musicians on the deck of the deck of the Titanic feel to it. Like, gentlemen, it's <laughs> yeah. been a pleasure. Yeah. It's been a privilege. Yeah, I'm gonna sense motive that. I got a twenty-three. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so. Are you guys entering this room, or are you just going to keep me in a big bunch of pussies? Nope. In we go. I'm going in as an owl. Okay. I'd like everyone to roll stealth. Stealth? We're invisible. You're that means me. you have a plus 20. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's a 43. I rolled a natural 20. <laughs> I just got so many talent points, and I didn't put any into stealth. Oh. Well, that natural one's still in 27, Ivan. So Devoth got a 33. Okay. Scram got a 48. Okay. Oh, Scram. You guys are fine. The cannon golem. Uh, it, it, it stirred when you opened the door because the door opened with like a like a, like a, like a, like a stone slab sliding across the floor. Yeah, it's a door that has not been opened in a long ass time. Yeah, and like dust and like pebbles and shit just like fall loose onto the floor and the cannon golem like turns 
and it's kind of like looking right towards you guys as you creep out of the uh the tunnel but it doesn't seem to see you uh and it doesn't seem bothered by the presence of this hitherto unknown door because that's not what it was programmed to be bothered by yep so you are free to position yourselves uh what's going on there with that uh without their uh the snaky snake <laughs> andrew's measuring out a spell oh, okay i i might be drawing out what a blade barrier could look like in this room i want to see if it fits okay. with the decor that's all <laughs> don't mind me all right so anytime somebody wants to do something i can't wait for the episode to start does that mean <laughs> andrew you have enough to uh block both doors i don't think there that other uh that other door doesn't uh lead it to oh, anywhere okay I mean, hold on. <laughs> 20 feet long per level. Oh, you yeah, got so, it. So, so you have like 280 <laughs> feet. Yeah. Yeah. So like. You could ring this just... room. <laughs> you yeah. really could. I'm, I'm the blade man. <laughs> okay. So Devoth is flying about as close to the ceiling as he can. Mm-hmm. Um, wants room underneath him for Ivan to be able to charge in. I'm going to remind you that when when you guys finally fucking do something, it's going to be the surprise round. Yeah. Which means you have either a standard action or a move action. So Ivan, if you are getting ready to pounce, you're going to need to wait until your first actual turn to do that. You cannot pounce and do a full round action on a surprise round. That's right. You can charge, but you can't do your pounce on a surprise Um, round charge. Yeah. I'll figure it out when it's my turn. All right. So, from up near the ceiling, Devoth is going to just all of a sudden start inspiring rage as a swift action and vital strike the golem, like, in the face. All right, awesome. Okay. I can't wait to see what the uh, signal is. (laughs) (laughs) The signal is Devoth as his invisibility breaks. Axe crashing down on the golem. (laughs) All right, so we got a vital strike from Chip coming in. Does a 31 hit the golem's flat-footed AC at minus 2 for invisibility? Yes, it does. So this thing is going to take 53 damage from Chip, along with 6 fire damage, 5 sonic damage, and Devoth takes 5. What a hearty hello. (laughs) He's just minding his own (laughs) about lunch. Vital strike! (laughs) Indeed. All right, let's. Uh, before we go any further, everybody roll initiative. Uh, that was definitely that was Devoth's surprise round. Let's uh, let's see everybody else's. Uh, so, Scram. Twenty three. I just rolled a natural twenty. Nice. Very nice. Devoth. Twelve. Ivan. Eleven. Cheryl. Fourteen. And Owlbear. Eight. Okay, then up next in the surprise round is Scram. Uh, Scram's actually going to move over here now because Devoth was originally uh, to the left. He doesn't <laughs> want Devoth in uh, in his way for anything. Okay. He's also going to wait until that door opens. If yeah. he has to suppress people, he yeah. will. I, I will remind you too, Scram. I'm flying 15 feet off the ground. Oh, that's so true. I'm not in your way for no matter where you happen to be. Okay. okay. All right, Cheryl, you're up. All right, so I'm pretty much right next to him when Devoth is, you know, sort of straight on. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to take that blow from Devoth, and then he's going to take an absolute booking from Cheryl to his uh, his right. Alrighty. And now I can't. I just get the one attack in the surprise round. Correct. He said. All right, here it comes. Thirty-seven. That will hit. Excellent. I was hoping you'd say that. Oh, twenty damage. Plus, you get two d six. Yeah. Three fire and six sonic. Taking the after my boy Devoth's lead there. You know, I see sparks and uh, sonic booms coming out of his attack. <laughs> I think I'll do the same. And uh, I secretly pray to Phrasma that he doesn't turn around and just absolutely squash me. <laughs> your your energy damages uh, made it through just fine, but with 20 damage on the melee hit, you felt a majority of that damage get absorbed by its damage reduction. Yeah. No way! I start checking my book. Like, is this thing on? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Up next is Ivan. 
Okay, I'm gonna charge him and just do the one attack. Okay, are you turning into a tiger? Yep. All right, a 35 to hit. That hits. And that's gonna be 25 damage plus. Uh, let's see here. We're gonna do lightning for shape shifting. We get the sonic from rage. I'll pick fire as the other one, and no ass. It's only 3d6 on this one. Only 3d6 added on this one. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, one lightning, four fire, four sonic, and I'll make a CMB attempt with okay. a 25. Uh, you failed a grapple. And now it is Owlbear's turn. All right. I'm going to put up a whole lot of blades. I'm going to start over where the pirates are, or their doorway. Okay. Yeah, I'm basically, I just want to cut off, like, this junk. Sure. I don't really want to cut myself off from the party. Fair enough. Uh, So, yeah, that's all I do. I'm just going to line the whole right side of the room with blades. Alrighty. Nice. Up uh, next is Scram. Surprise round is over. I kind of just wait. What are you waiting for? Uh, it, it, when the door opens, uh, I want to uh, magic missile. Okay, so you're going to magic missile an enemy when they open that door. Yes. Got it. All right, up next is the cannon golem. And without question, the one who dealt the most damage to him was Devoth. So he's going to focus his attacks on Devoth. He's going to start with two slam attacks. That's a 34 to hit. That hits. Okay. And then a 27 to hit. That does not. Okay. And uh, then it's going to make two cannon shots. And these are ranged attacks, so they're going to provoke. Uh, that's a 35 and a 38. Yeah, those both hit. Okay. So how many mirrors you got? A total of six. I'm going to roll a D8. Ignore the eight. Devoth is a one. That's a five. So that hits a mirror. Yep. Uh, so now I'm going to roll a d6. Devoth yep. is the one. Yep. One. Okay. And I'm going to roll another six. Did that miss hit a mirror? Yes, it did. Okay. So I'm going to ignore the six. Devoth is still a one. One. Oh, fuck you. All right. So slam. It's because he's rolling d6. <laughs> That's the bullshit die. So the sl- the slam bams a mirror, then the slam misses, but it still wipes out a mirror. And then, boom, boom, two cannons to Devoth. But first, each of those booms is going to provoke. I don't know if either Devoth, Ivan, or Cheryl have combat reflexes. Devoth does not. Hmm. I do not have combat reflexes. All right, so for Devoth, he got a 38 to hit. That'll hit. Uh, Ivan had a 32 to hit. That'll also hit. All right, so Devoth did 35 damage plus uh, five fire and three sonic. Okay. Ivan did 22 damage plus one lightning, five fire, five acid, five sonic. Nice. And Cheryl, what'd you get? I have a 33 to hit. That'll hit. Excellent. For 21 damage plus five fire plus five sonic. And yeah, he probably absorbed most of my booking, but... Five fire, five sonic. Yeah, yeah. That's how we're going to get this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Can I make a CMB check? Because it's like when I yeah. make a natural. Yeah. Okay. It's That's baked into the attack. Right, okay. Doesn't uh, matter what action you took. I missed it. I rolled the natural one on it. All right. Hold on. Okay, so first cannon hits you for 23. Second cannon hits you for 22. Next up is Cheryl. All right. So I'm going to full attack this dude. Okay. And, um, yeah, I'm just going to go for it. Actually, instead of full attacking, I'm going to battle mind Link Devoth. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, defensively, of course. All right. I'm no fool. Give me that defensive roll. <laughs> yes, of course. Oh, oh, I concentrate so hard oh, with the man. 34. You really watered down that orange juice. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Is that out of game? I hope so. What? It's from Concentrate. Oh, 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 oh from geez. Concentrate. Oh, you're so <laughs> 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 All right, so Cheryl. What is that? There's birds in here. <laughs> Cheryl casts Battlemind Link on Devoth. So that means 
every time Devoth and Cheryl attack the same target on the same round. Both of them make an attack roll, and the one making the attack takes the highest d20 roll. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. And with that, it is now Devoth's turn. Yeah, Devoth, beat him to a concentrated pulp. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Devoth heals a bit from the rage, and then Devoth is going to full attack, just try and unload on this guy, take him down, hopefully before he can do that again, that hurt. And now my battle line link, I'll roll, what do I roll, just my attack, my regular attack? Well, so you, you attacked on the surprise round. So Cheryl attacked once within one round. So Devoth, on your first attack, both of you roll in a, a d20, take the highest one. Right. Any attack you make after that is just me. Is just you. Okay. And then on the next, on Cheryl's next turn, up to the number of times you attacked the same creature that he is attacking, you will both attack. Okay. Uh, you will both Love roll. It. Okay. So you just need a d20 for me. Yes. Yes. All right, so I rolled a 15 on the first one, so we're going to go with that. Okay. So that is a 34 to hit. That will hit. So he takes 39 damage from Chip, and then two fire and four sonic, and then I take one. And you destroy the cannon golem. Fuck yeah. Wow. That was pretty much all me. Wow. That thing was weak. (laughs) I mean, the surprise round helped a lot. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I mean... All right, so you guys, uh, you exit combat, like a round goes by, and this door opens, and uh, anybody looking would see uh, a pirate standing there, sort of, because there's a wall of whirring blades between you and the pirate, <laughs> and <laughs> you just they're just, nope, and they close the door. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially removing all of them from combat. It's like killing them. But more humane. (laughs) I mean, Tessa did say, like, remember, these are going to be your loyal subjects. Try not to kill as many as possible. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Wand of Cure Serious Wounds. Devoth heals 19. Um, And that's probably all I need. I'm then going to use a hit from the Wand of Cure Moderate Wounds to just top off. Okay. I'm ready to move on. I fly on over here and check out these doors. Well, real quick. I know. I'm going to open it for oh. your beetles. Oh, I can't okay. get through it right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what's that door looking like? You crack the door open, and uh, you see this. Uh, it's a, just an octagonal-shaped uh, room. It's got like a set of double doors on the other side. Those walls look kind of funny. What's What's going on with those walls? Like they're just they're like lined with gold. There's like that weird yellowy color that's you know inconsistent with the rest of what we're seeing. Uh, make a reception check, and I'm gonna give you a penalty for looking at them through a crack in the door. Uh, it's a 26. Uh, 17. 19 from Sharebear. Five for Albert. The walls definitely look funny, but you can't really tell what is funny about them. Uh, I'm gonna send my beetles in. Okay. Do a little bit of scouring. Uh, I'm going to send one of them in. Okay. What do you have it do? Uh, I wanted just to explore the room and have a better look at the walls, so that way we're not just peeking at it through a crack. When it gets closer to the walls, it's clear that these are like slits in the wall, maybe big enough for like a bow or like a crossbow bolt or an arrow into which they can move. Uh, can I check the... Uh, can I actually go into one of the slits and just see what's in there. What's the stealth bonus of these little guys? 25. Uh, Yep. Okay. Go ahead and roll stealth. 41. Okay. Uh, So which one of these little guys do you send the beetles through? This guy. Far uh, uh, bottom, far left. Okay. Uh, Keep in mind, there's like eight in here. So uh, I'm going to the third one on the left. Okay, so you send the beetle through there, and you see two pirates uh, with crossbows, and they seem like they are on high alert. They are looking through these bolt holes uh, intently. They nonetheless missed the beetle that crawled in and is now looking around the room, but 
after a few minutes, the beetle's able to kind of scope up the f- the full room. Okay. And I'm noticing uh, probably a similar slit over here. Yep. Can I go into that guy? Sure. Tom, you're so good at this game. <laughs> I'm constantly impressed by the things you come up with. <laughs> I would have been ready to walk in there and just get unloaded on. But no, you've got like this sick scouting beetle team. So cool. I know. It's horrible radio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you the beetle goes through one of the one of the bolt holes on the south side of the room and you behold a second octagonal room. Uh, uh, there's a set of double doors above that that look like they might match the double doors at the bottom of the room that you stand before. Uh, can I get a view of these ones over here? Okay. On the other side of that bolt hole, you see a similar situation. <laughs> you see two pirates with crossbows, and they look like they are on high alert for anybody entering the room that you were about to enter. Uh, are there any... Uh, I, I might just not be able to see it, but are there any doors on the um, on the inside here? Or, like, how did these guys get out of that? You don't see any doors. It That does strike you as odd, though, Scram. Like, you don't see any doors. It's not clear how these uh, pirates are getting in and out of these rooms. Yeah. I mean, I would have, like, I would have dimension doored into one of these areas, but I don't want to, like, <laughs> get us trapped into, like, somewhere that we don't know how to get out of. Well, I mean, worst case, we can always just come over to the other set of double doors here and just leave these guys to their own devices for now. Sure, we could do that. Do what? Head over to the right side of the map to the other set of double doors. These? Yes. Okay. And go see what's through there. You do still have a uh, a wall of, bl- of whirring blades They'd have to traverse through or dismiss in order to do that. I say we dismiss the blade barrier and just head through this way. It se- it seems like that sounds, that sounds better. Yeah, it those- seems like the pirates in that room are content to not interfere. Like they they opened the door, saw that we had already killed the golem, and we're like, uh, nope. <laughs> I can banish the blades, Devoth. I wave them away. Appreciate it. So let's head on over to the right and see what's behind doors number two and we inch the door open and take a look through and let i guess let a beetle scurry on in it appears to be some sort of barracks you see bunks for sleeping nobody seems to be in this room all right back Uh, to the other door everyone give me perception checks 29 for devoth 27 for cheryl 29 for scram As you are checking that room out, the upper door opens, and the four pirates in there run out. Uh, They got shit on their stealth roll, though, so there's no surprise round. But they run out, and they go, now we've got ya! And everybody roll initiative. That's that's a mistake on their part. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Scram. 23. Cheryl. 15. And my initiative modifier is 1. Devoth. 23. What's your initiative modifier? Uh, plus 6. Scram. Uh, plus 3. Okay. Wait, Scram, do you max roll initiative again? Yep. Jesus. Yeah, that, I don't know what's going on, but that dice <laughs> has been fucking hot. Ivan. 15, and it's a plus 3. Owlbear. 8. And Owlbear now Man. won his initiative again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on fire, baby. <laughs> All right, up first is Devoth. All right, Devoth is going to fly on over here to Orange, which is, you know, kind of in the middle. And he is going to swift action start rage, and he's going to vital strike on Orange. It's a 26 to hit. That hits. That is 44 damage. Ooh, plus uh, two fire and one sonic. And then Devoth takes six. All right, uh, up next is Scram. Uh, Scram's going to hurl Ivan into uh, um, between orange and red. Uh, that's where Devoth is. I'm flying. Actually, well, then in that case, green and orange because, Devoth, you have that place uh, covered. Fair enough. All right, Ivan, you are hurled to the spot on the map. You may make one attack roll at a plus two bonus. Hit him with a claw. It's a 30 to hit. 
That'll hit. And then uh, 23 damage plus 4 lightning, 5 acid, 6 fire, 3 sonic. Alright, this is the same guy that Devoth took a swing at. Yep. He's still up. Okay, then I'll make a CMB. Okay. Uh, 26 to grapple. That grapples. That's all I got. Not bad for Scram's turn. <laughs> <laughs> Look how much damage I do. Yeah, solid Did you do 41, 41 damage 41? there, yeah. <laughs> and a grapple for a wizard. Yeah. Up next is the pirates. Kara's going to five foot step right right of there. And she takes out a little metal capsule, does some like quick like admixture sleight of handy to it. And hurls a bomb at Scram. Natural 20. And that'll be a 26 to confirm. Okay. Uh, So 1 to 20. Uh, Your concealment still makes it a miss. Five. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! No way. I blame myself for experiencing an iota of joy. Oh my god. Yeah, he said he's hot tonight. All right. When you're hot, you're hot. Well, Scram, you still take the minimum damage yep, uh, from the splashed. grazing shot. Uh, as does... Oh wait, I have to D8 the, where it lands. The direction. Yeah. So one is north, and we go clockwise from there. All right. So while it's not a direct hit on Owlbear, it does land in Owlbear Square. So both Scram and Owlbear will take the splash damage. And that splash damage is 10 fire. But she's not done yet. She throws another bomb at Scram. Oh, my God. And that's going to be a 30. That hits. Okay. Here's the concealment again. 1 through 20. 34. So Albert takes another 10 fire. And Scram, you take 19 fire damage. Oof. Now we'll do green, who's going to take a five-foot step back and throw a couple bombs at Ivan. Uh, is a 34 to hit? Uh, yeah. Okay. 29. All right. Ivan, you take 20 damage. And Blue is also going to throw a couple bombs at Ivan because he's actually in range of doing the same square to keep his ally out of it. That's a 21 and a 30. Nope. Get out of here. It just means that it lands in a different square. So the first one is... This square. So, Ivan, you still take 10 damage from the miss. And the second one is going to land in this square. So that means Ivan, Orange, and Devoth each take 10 fire damage. That's not so bad. You guys still take damage when I miss. I like that. Orange is at zero hit points. Yay, that's the best kind. So Orange is going to turn around and take a swing at Ivan with his spiked gauntlet. And that's a 21 to hit. Plus he's grappled. Yeah, but it evens out because you're grappled too. Um, but no, that doesn't. All right, so that is the bomber's turn. I thought you were no longer grappled uh, when you grappled. That's only as a frog. Oh. And up next is Ivan. Okay, I'm going to try and finish off Orange. Uh, can I make? I can't make a five foot step while I'm grappling somebody, right? Correct. You'd have to. All right, so I'll, grapple I'll, first. No, I'm going to release the grapple on orange. Okay. Because that's a free action, right? Yep. And then I will five foot step here. Okay. And now I will take a full round on orange. Actually, I'm going to do the full round on green. Okay. Start with the bite. That's a 34 to hit. That hits. And that's going to be 23 damage plus three lightning two fire, and one sonic. Okay. And I might as well go for the CMB now. It's 29 to grapple. Yes. Okay. Now to the claws. First one's a 27 to hit. That hits. That's going to be 21 damage plus uh, five lightning, six acid, four fire, and six sonic. Okay. Next claw is a 29 to hit. That hits. It's going to be three lightning, one acid, three fire, six sonic. 
Okay. Okay. Third claw is going to be a 34 to hit. That hits. And that's going to do 18 damage plus 5 lightning, 4 acid, 4 fire, and 4 sonic. All right. Uh, you kill green. All right, Cheryl, what are you doing? Okay. Well, dang. <laughs> now I'm even farther away, and more actions happened than I thought. Yeah. All right, I'm going to get as far as I can. I'm going to run up to red, and then I'm going to, you know, bend over out of breath, huffing and puffing in front of him. <laughs> but he knows what's coming next turn. <laughs> Consider him intimidated. Yeah, for sure. Although I don't have the action economy to intimidate him. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, that brings us to Owlbear. Owlbear's going to move a little bit away from Scram, so to not get hit with bombs. I'm going to thrust the mind of the blue one. Ooh, okay. A little mind yeah. thrust. Oh, Here yeah. Here we go. All right. So, so he gets to... Uh, will save. All DC right. 21. Let's see what their will save is. Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. <laughs> 25. Oh, well. All right. That's a bummer. That's going to have the damage? Halves the damage and negates the fatigue. Ooh. Yeah. 60 damage. Holy shit. No fucking way. <laughs> yep. Gets halved to 30, I mean, but wow. Have, yeah, having 60 damage doesn't feel that bad, y'all. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> God damn. All right. Cool turn. Up next is Devoth. Okay. Uh, Devoth's going to five foot float on uh, in between here. Uh, going to heal... From the rage, and let's uh, full attack, starting on blue. Okay. So the first one is a 31 to hit. That hits. Uh, I'm going to use my the once per rage extra element. Okay. Because why not? So that is uh, two fire, five sonic, and six electricity damage. What was your actual weapon damage? Uh, I, I guess. I did 38 damage with the weapon. Thank you. And what was all the elements? Uh, it was uh, two fire, mm -hmm. five sonic, six electricity, and Devoth took three from the vicious. Okay. And then a 20 to hit. That's going to miss. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Scram. Scram isn't too happy with red, so... Uh, I thought you were going to say Owlbear. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to... Moving away from you. He's going to body thrust... Uh, the red into orange, uh, with you enemy mean, hammer. You mean foe? Oh, enemy hammer. Okay. I say that that started sounding very, very weird for a second there. No kiss. <laughs> so the guy oh. that Cheryl just spent his whole turn getting in front of. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make him a little bit farther. <laughs> just throw him away. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Okay, uh, so he's got to make, what, a fortitude save? Yes. That is a 19. That fails. Okay, so what happens now? Uh, I fling her into orange, 27 to hit, so six damage. That can't be all the damage. Really? Yep. I mean, it does that, and it makes it makes red prone. Right. And Red like then can't do anything on her turn unless she does a full round action to like try and resist his next use of enemy hammer. I believe both of them take that damage, so I think I finish off orange. You do. Oh, <laughs> uh, he was get he was like like holy shit, did I get spared for another round? <laughs> <laughs> and then his friend comes crashing into yep. him. It's bodied. <laughs> so gross. Okay. Uh it's the pirate's turn. Uh, Blue's gonna take a five foot step uh, where he's nice and safe in the corner. Nobody can hurt him, and he's gonna he's gonna keep full attacking on on the tiger. That's that's what he started doing, and no none of his allies are adjacent to the tiger, so or none of his living allies at least. <laughs> uh, twenty one to hit, twenty nine to hit, and thirty five to hit. Okay, so you're gonna take twenty damage from the two misses. Another nineteen from the direct hit. See, seeing his uh, his target not uh, burnt to a crisp after all that looks quite worried with himself because <laughs> uh, it is now Ivan's turn. You only need ten feet to charge, right? Yes. 
And full round. Okay, the bite is a 24 to hit. Ah, oh, that hits. <laughs> exactly. You're, who are you attacking right now, blue? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he charged a blue, yeah. And that's 25 damage, 4 lightning, 1 fire, 6 sonic. Okay, you kill blue. Alright, well then I'll turn the rest of the attacks to red. Okay, who is currently prone. So add 4 to all of your attack rolls. Uh, first one's a 31 to hit. That hits. So it's 21 damage, plus 1 lightning, 1 fire, I'm sorry, 1 acid, 4 fire, 5 sonic. Okay. Uh, the next one is a 39, and it does 21 damage. With one lightning, six acid, four fire, one sonic. Then the last one does 36 damage, or is a 36 to hit and does 20 damage. It does three lightning, uh, one acid, two, two fire, and five sonic. Okay. Red is still conscious. I just imagine, like, uh, I- Ivan's claws are just, like, like a water wheel, like, like he's not winding back to to swing, like, like he's just he has like I'm just imagining like eight, even though he's only got three claws. I'm imagining like like eight claws just like on like a wheel, just like <laughs> absolutely horrifying, um, almost like the uh, like the cartoonish like windmill windmilling of the arms. Yeah, that, yeah, that's exactly what I'm picturing. Uh, okay, up next is Cheryl. All right, well, <clears throat> with a free action, I look back at Scram and give him a, are you fucking kidding me, look? <laughs> and then I take a five-foot step forward, and I pummel this red guy. Do it. God damn it. Natural 20 <laughs> for 46. Roll to confirm. 36 for crit confirm. That confirms. <laughs> oh, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Uh, blood, bludgeoning damage. <laughs> oh, this is, you've rattled her. Normal damage, so non-crit damage, and the target is confused for 1d3 rounds. <laughs> and she can make a fortitude save at a DC 36 to resist the confusion. Okay, so roll your normal damage, Cheryl. 18. Okay. Plus elements. Plus. Plus. Uh, I'm going to stay with 5 fire, 2 sonic. And you kill red. Yay. And uh, as another free action, I'm going to turn back at Scram. And just let out a heavy sigh. And then survey the room to make sure that was it. That I'm no longer needed. I also let out a heavy sigh. Like, (sighs) (laughs) I I took this spell so that way we wouldn't have to deal with this stuff. I just wanted to get to the end. (laughs) The explosions have ended. And I think we're going to pick this up here next week. I definitely thought you were about to say level 15. What? <laughs> Tom, get get off the podcast. <laughs> See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. The genius psychic mind man. Well, yeah, that's, can't see that's, that's not very he's observant. Not, he's good with his third eye, not his regular ones. Those are lame. <laughs>